This Week in Agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network. With a look at markets, I'm Randy Conan. Traders are going to be watching South American weather when the trade resumes Monday following the Thanksgiving holiday break. Northern Crops Marketing and Investments President Brad Paulson says South American weather right now is the biggest driver of this market, but there are others. You know, the other factor in Argentina, they're talking about doing another uh, offering a favorable exchange rate to get some farmers to move some soybeans down in Argentina, you know, like they did a couple months ago. So if, if, if that should happen, we could see another million or two tons of beans jar loose in, uh, in uh, South America, and that might uh, put some pressure on the markets. S&W trading president Andy Schisler says weakness in the crude oil market also a driver for the grains. It's like energies are down. Um, 450 in crude oil today, whereas natural gas is higher. But that's having a toll on the corn, which is driving it lower and less of an effect on soybeans here. So it's kind of hoping maybe we're done liquidating out. Um, if you looked at the CFTC report on Friday, the funds were much less long than than people would have thought. And they clipped off probably 55, 54, 55,000 contracts. The first shipment of Brazilian corn is on its way to China. China traditionally has purchased corn from the U.S. and the Ukraine, but with the entry of Brazil into that mix, the global flow of grain is expected to change. For the past week, the average U.S. diesel fuel price was at $5.23 per ga- cents per gallon. That's down $0.08 cents from the previous week, up $1.50 per gallon from the same week a year ago. Summit Commodities Market Analyst Tim Marsh says the grains seem to be just biding their time uh, waiting for the next weather forecast. First two minutes of market, both corn and beans had traded to uh, corn two or three higher and two or three lower and, and start out lower. Beans, same kind of a deal, only about a nickel up or down initially and then up. And We did get a nice little run of the beans up to a chart area that offers some resistance at 1448 at the high today, and then the market immediately wilted and is, is down a little bit right now. But I think uh, today be just a good day to eat leftovers and not worry too much about the market. Progressive ag marketing market analyst Brian Strumman says it's uh, kind of the same story for the livestock complex. You know, we're trading near contract highs. The cash market looks 3 to $4 higher this week. Uh, numbers should start to, to continue to uh, or tighten. Uh, but uh, production uh, has been better than expected. So, uh, again, not uh, not a lot of news there today. The export sales were, were soft, and I think that did add add some weakness to the live cattle. Uh, feeders saw some follow-through selling from Wednesday, uh, a firm tone in the corn market, red ink in the live cattle, and the feeders were lower. And the Van same story with the market hog. analyst Christy Van On said the livestock markets were seeing long liquidation. You know, not surprising you're seeing this kind of trade um, find the pressure that we're seeing here. Hog markets uh, a little bit mixed as well. Deferred contracts on hogs have just been on a tear here lately. And, and finally seeing that little bit of a pullback and right at a very, very important level for the VPOC when you look at it. So uh, hogs are one to watch. Live cattle one to watch as well. We did look at some marketing for cattle and hogs uh, just because we're near those upper end of the range to make sure we're we're getting rounded out of price. And that's a look at markets this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan.
Wheat farmers in North Dakota and Minnesota planted over half a million acres to AgriPro brand variety AP Murdoch in 2022, proving AP Murdoch's high yield potential and overall performance. As a matter of fact, AgriPro brand varieties are number one, two, and three for wheat planted acres in North Dakota. Complementing AP Murdoch, the AP Smith variety is showing superior straw strength and high economic return potential. For your wheat seed supply, call your AgriPro associate. For agronomic and performance data, visit agriproweat.com. Early mornings, late nights, rain, snow, sunshine. You've clocked in a 40-hour work week, and it's only Tuesday. No one works harder than the American farmer and rancher. The Red River Farm Network is proud to deliver farm news, markets, and weather to the innovators and decision makers. 90 minutes of farm programs each weekday, four farm broadcasters, and one ag meteorologist. On air, online, and on the go, the Red River Farm Network is reporting agriculture's business. Taking a look at farm news this week in agriculture, I'm Whitney Pittman. Earlier this week, all 12 railroad unions have voted on a tentative contract agreement. Eight unions ratified the deal, but members of four other unions rejected the contract. A strike could begin as soon as December 9th. Trucker shortages and low water levels on the Mississippi River have already interrupted the movement of farm products. National Grain and Feed Association President and CEO Mike Seifert says a railroad strike or lockout would be catastrophic for the U.S. economy. National Cattlemen's Beef Association secured 100 bipartisan signatures on a congressional letter sent to the USDA requesting an extension of the comment period of the Packers and Stockyards Act last month. And CBA Senior Director of Government Affairs Tanner Beamer says the livestock industry needs more time on the clock to review the rule. This extension is very important for cattle producers because we need time to fully unpack this rulemaking. The filing spreads 180 pages of the Federal Register, and producers need to, the opportunity to unpack all of those uh, little nuances in the preamble and in the rule itself. Uh, we also need to uh, respond. The, the, the rulemaking asked 44 specific questions to commenters and only gave folks 60 days to respond. Then they need to allow them the appropriate amount of time to whatever other unforeseen potential impacts could come as a result of this rulemaking. Beamer says the 45 days is still a tight timeline to work with. The Black Sea Grain Initiative was scheduled to expire last weekend, but was extended for another 120 days. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres said this deal will continue to facilitate the safe movement of grain and fertilizer from Ukraine. The UN is also committed to removing any remaining obstacles for grain and fertilizer exports from Russia. Headlines continue to be dominated with stories about inflation and rising interest rates. Farmers National Company Senior Vice President of Strategy, Sales and Marketing Matt Gunderson says that hasn't hurt land values. There's a lot of cash out there yet, and so we think a lot of that cash is getting applied uh, to these land sales and then financing some debt to it. But it'll be, you know, when the cash kind of gets uh, burned through a little bit, we'll be able to see what that's really going to measure up to. Drought-stricken areas, Gunderson expects cash rents to hold steady. The areas receiving beneficial rain will see 5 to 10 percent rate increases for 2023. There's been some minor adjustments in the length of those rental agreements. 
Uh, if we're looking at you know the Red River Farm Network area, we're still seeing multi-year terms uh, for certain things, especially if you're starting to tie in uh, you know potatoes or sugar beets into that uh, crop rotation things. They're going to need that multi-year contract uh, from a lease standpoint. Uh, other areas we're still seeing year-to-year leases um, with that, and so that's allowing those cash rents and other things to adjust to market cycles. We also have seen sort of that bonus flex provision come into some of those leases as well for those times are good, so you're not having to try to figure out how you negotiate that previous good year into next year's lease. Soybean and Corn Advisor President Michael Cordonier says while Brazil's crop is off to a good start, Argentina is a concern. They're very dry. Uh, corn planting was very slow. And about three-quarters of the corn is going to be planted late this year in Argentina, which is probably the most ever. And for the soybeans, they're very slow planting as well. It's just too dry. And usually the forecast... Uh, the actual rainfall has been less than the forecast for the last, oh, I'll say, a couple of months. And going forward, it doesn't look much better. It's all La Nina impact in Argentina. Cordonier says that Brazil is doing okay. That's your look at farm news this week in agriculture. With the Red River Farm Network, I'm Whitney Pittman. Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn farmers are helping develop new markets for their crop while creating bio-based products that reduce our collective environmental impact. From corn-based plastics to biofuel advancements, Minnesota corn farmers are boosting on-farm profitability while ensuring long-term sustainability for all Minnesotans. Growing opportunities for corn farmers. That's Minnesota Corn. Learn more at mncorn.org. We're the Red River Farm Network, and we're reporting agriculture's business. Trust Don Wick. There is pent-up demand that will surface. Randy Conan. Nearly 150 cargo ships are waiting to load. Whitney Pittman. And that loan program goals were met for a successful 2022 year. And Sierra Doctor. Says NCBA is trying to predict what changes will be made. To deliver the news that impacts your bottom line. Serving the best farmers and ranchers worldwide. It's the Red River Farm Network. With a look at weather this week in agriculture, I'm Randy Conan. Most areas from the eastern Dakotas to Michigan and Ohio seeing a mix of light rain and or snow, as well as dry conditions over the next week to 10 days. World Weather Incorporated says late harvest should advance well with mostly light precipitation. Temperatures in the northern plains uh, expected to remain cold before warming here slightly next week. Cold air covered much of the nation this week. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey said that is a bit of a concern for the winter wheat crop, which is already struggling with dryness and drought. We're looking at a pretty slow pace of any further development for winter wheat, virtually coast to coast, including southern production areas. It is susceptible to winter kill with freeze damage. Harvest close to wrapping up across the country. USDA says 93% of the nation's corn has been harvested. That compares to 90% last year, 85% for the five-year average. 96% of the soybeans are harvested. That is ahead of the uh, last year and five-year average of 91%. Sunflower harvest, 91% complete. That compares to 81% last year, and the five-year average is 71%. Nation's winter wheat crop uh, condition improved slightly from last week with 32% of the crop rated good to excellent. Also 32% of the crop rated poor to very poor. Both are two-point improvements over last week. It's still well below last year's condition rating this week uh, when 46% of the crop was rated good to excellent and only 20% was rated poor to very poor. 
Brazil will see regular rounds of rain over the next week. Two to, to four inches are in the forecast for northern Brazil and up to an inch and a half in southern Brazil. World Weather Incorporated said Argentina will be dry, which should allow for rapid planting progress following their recent rains. World Weather says Argentina will need additional rains, however, to keep crops from becoming stressed. Rainfall across much of Argentina uh, should allow for rapid planting. Subsoil moistures remain very short there, so follow-up rains will be needed. Temperatures in Argentina uh, through this week, warm, 80s and 90s, allowing for a slow deterioration of topsoil moisture. South Dakota's corn crop came in below average. South Dakota Corn Executive Director Danita Murray says moisture continues to be the problem. You know, I think there are parts last week, late last week, of the northern uh, tier in, in the state, at least in the northeast, that got a nice soaking rain, you know, before the hard freeze set in over kind of heading into the weekend. So that while I would not say that was a game changer, it's certainly that's that's really helpful for next spring as, as growers look ahead. You know, that didn't happen everywhere, but uh, hopefully this fall uh, and early winter has a lot of moisture because that would that would be tremendously helpful as producers look forward. And Murray expects corn acres to stay about steady in South Dakota next year. I think prices are certainly still in a range that support corn production and farmers being able to make, you know, that choice on, on what they, they do with their acres. That said, you know, it's undeniable that at some point growers will simply, based on input costs and the price they can get in the market, will simply choose to plant something else. Where that nexus is, uh, I, I don't know that at this point. North Dakota Grain Dealers Association Executive Vice President Stu Letcher does keep an eye on labor discussions between Class 1 railroads and their unions closely. River water levels also expected to have an impact on North Dakota's elevators. What the shipping on the Mississippi has created is a little more demand for rail freight. So we maybe have seen a little bit of bump in uh, secondary freight prices just because there's a little more demand. But uh, as as those barge rates go down, that should uh, lessen a little bit and ease up. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, we're doing okay as long as we don't get a strike. And that's a look at weather this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. Farmers and ranchers have a lot of choices to make. When it comes to your crop insurance needs, the team at Egg Country Farm Credit Services can simplify it all for you. Egg Country's Optimum tool will compare thousands of options based on information from your farm, which will then be used to find the right policy for your operation. Ask about the Optimum tool by contacting your local Egg Country office. Egg Country, focused on egg, focused on you. Specialty crop markets are special and require more digging than corn, soybeans, or wheat. We do that digging, talking to numerous crop scouts, growers, and processors here in North Harvest and wherever beans that affect local markets are grown. So follow the dry bean scene every Friday at 1235. Brought to you by SRS Commodities, North Harvest Bean Growers Association, Johnstown Bean Company, and BASF, your partner for better dry bean solutions.